Welcome to The Bear and the Ball. I'm your host, Nick Webster. Today, delighted to have a special guest that isn't a coach at the moment, or maybe a coach in the past, but definitely is involved in the technical side, the technology side of this beautiful game. Peter Frenzillis, the CEO of Team Snap, a name that so many parents are familiar with and have spent their lives bashing away on the uh, on the phone with. Peter, welcome to The Bear and the Ball. Hey, good morning, Nick. Thanks for having me. You better. You better believe it. Peter, I'm going to get straight into Team Snap because yeah. it's been something that's been a part of my life for, I, I'm going to say, five, six, seven years. And I'm so curious because I think our, our memories are so short. How did we used to do it before Team Snap? Phone chains, man. If you missed the phone call at home, you didn't know which field to show up or on or, or you didn't know if the game was postponed or the time had shifted and you know hopefully you check the answering machine I, I guess right I mean prior to having everything accessible on the mobile device you know people were um, at the behest of, of telephones it seems such a such a long time ago that that was the case I mean I, I remember first coaching in like the early 90s and I honestly cannot remember how we used to do it and and I, I I'm, I'm staggered to think that there were these this many games played and they were all organized and they were all staffed by referees and there were people there and we did it via phone chains I mean <laughs> so what was what was the inspiration for, for coming up with this technology yeah sure so look the company's been around 12 13 years now right I um, stepped into the CEO role in April of 21. Um, after partnering with a uh, growth equity firm to help take Team Snap to its next level, the next phase of growth, um, the impetus for the creation of the company by its founders uh, was exactly this problem, right? How do you create a communication platform to help parents, coaches, players avoid the challenge of showing up at the wrong field at the wrong time, right? There's nothing, nothing worse than being a parent of an eight-year-old and showing up to a field and the field being empty and to your point, you know, you didn't get the phone call prior to that. And you didn't realize that, hey, we're actually on the other side of town and now we're not going to show up to the, the game until halfway through the first half. Um, and the company has continued to evolve, continue to grow. At this point, we are the number one youth sports management uh, platform. We've got over 25 million registered users, um, over two, two and a half million daily active users, parents, fans logging in to use us, whether it's for communication um, or the business of sport, right? Everything through scheduling, payment collection, registration, um, and connecting with brands. And, you know, we've grown up from a communication platform to now really a technology platform that is focused on connecting um, every aspect of youth sport across the ecosystem. And, you know, as I'm sure we'll get into, and as your listeners know, that's an ecosystem that just continues to expand, right? And, and it is uh, chaotic at best. And, we hope to help that chaos through technology and through delightful, um, innovative products, you know, and, and a ton of support behind it. So you bring up a great point, the chaos. As the sport and sports in general have, have grown, but shrunk and grown, and the pandemic and, and the confusion, how do we, as a, as a parent, and I'll, I'll come from the parent angle, how do we sort our way through the chaos when there's there's so much innovation but so many different choices 
and it becomes it becomes this huge confusion about what's what's the best way to to you know find your find your your app in this environment yeah so um background on me i have three young boys uh ages five three and one so very hectic in my household and we are just starting to be introduced into the the chaos from a um first person view or at least a parent view i would say from my uh purview as ceo of team snap and and the breadth that we have into this market for a partner in the space, we need to be we need to remain true to our company values and who we are as an organization, right? And not lose sight of the fact that yes, we are a software business that is focused on developing technology and partnering with businesses and nonprofits that provide the programming of sport. But we can't lose sight at the end of the day, the child who is participating in that sport is the most important participant across our ecosystem and by extension the parents and so helping to navigate through this chaos to me comes down to two things one continued education whether that's education about resources tools programming that are available to coaches and parents to make the experience of the experience of sport better for the youth Um, and it's also combined with how do we continue to build um, technology that helps to simplify that chaos, right? And helping to lead through processes, through activities that need to take place during the season and the availability of information, the availability of data, um, intuitive applications that present that information to a parent at the time in which it's most useful, you know, surprise and delight right at the core of it, right? We shouldn't allow force parents to have to search for the information they need our product should be intuitive enough to understand the data and be able to present the information to them so that they can focus on getting the kids on the field and the coaches can focus on the development of youth. So how, how do you as uh, an innovator stay disciplined? Because when I'm on my, my daily search of you know, new apps, new ideas, sometimes I come across these great inventions, but there's, there's so much information that it then becomes overwhelming. But at the same time, to, to your point, you know, you, you want to, you want to have a, a, an environment where parents can go without getting lost. So I, I, I'll, I'll look at this from a, from a coach's point of view, because I'm a coach of this, of this beautiful game. And the coach's message is always the simpler, the better. But yet at the same time, you have all these different voices coming in going, yes, but you need this and you need this and you need this. How do you, how do you keep you, yourself and, and your team disciplined? Yeah, so um, interesting you bring up the, the coach as a, a focal stakeholder and focal point of the, of the ecosystem. One, this is where TeamSnap really started and its heritage, right? We built a mobile app that coaches could go onto the Apple Android store um, on their own, right? Detached from whatever sports organization, club, league, um, rec association they're a part of, but really begin to take ownership of how do they use technology to manage their own team. And in doing that, um, we have had to remain very balanced with over-innovating and losing sight of the persona or the individuals that we're developing tools for, right? And and in many cases, the the more simplistic the user experience actually requires far more sophistication in the underpinning of that simplicity. Because the way in which we are able to 
interpret, digest, analyze data, whether it's scheduling, whether it's a time of day, whether it's the location of where that coach might be in order to provide useful information back to that coach is absolutely critical, right? And so that it's only one or two taps or clicks for a coach to find the right information they need versus having to dig into things. And as we continue to evolve, especially over the last few years, uh, you know, a lot of really, uh, I'd say, positive accelerants during COVID relative to digital transformation within youth sports. But one of those has just been this huge ramp of here's all the virtual tools that a coach could be able to use. And to your point, well, okay, I don't know what's the best tool for me, for my team, um, for the level and caliber that my players are at. And so this is an area as we start to look at coach development, you know, we're going to be very attuned to and we're very focused on as we look at our roadmap over the next 18, 24 months, because, you know, I believe in providing the level of tooling for coaches, you are then enhancing the overall experience for the youth um, and for the parents, right? And, and being able to um, provide coaches with the tools. In many cases, you know, you're a professional coach or you have been in this uh, world for a long time. In many communities, organizations are begging people to volunteer to coach. And a lot of our research shows that, you know, parents don't want to take that step simply because they might have not played that sport or they never coached it before. So how do we help organizations actually with the volunteering process and being able to build confidence in the parent that's never taken that role before with very easy to use self-guided tools throughout the season around drills, around coaching um, skill sets, around practices, et cetera. And, and how do you bring all that together in a very easy to use consumable application? So when we look at volunteerism, and I think over the last 20 years, it's kind of died away. And now it's coming back because I think people are beginning to understand that you know, hiring all these coaches is incredibly expensive. How do you create this platform? And, and you mentioned it previously where volunteer parents or friends or friends of friends are not intimidated by the process of coaching education. And is this something that you're, you're thinking about? And, and what are the partners you're working with? Because we know the, the vast number of acronyms that are out there, but US soccer is obviously the, the big daddy of them all. Are these people that you're considering working with to create a coaching education platform? Look, we're, I think we're, we're always looking at the best partner or where we can be the best partner for the leaders within each of the sports, right? Because I, I think we also need to be very humble as Team Snap with what we are, which is a technology provider to the ecosystem of youth sports. Your point around the, you know, this cycle of volunteerism, I think is also a function of participation, right? I mean, if you look at participation levels, while they plateaued for a while, they are starting to increase again. And across youth sports, I mean, we're talking about um, participation being, you know, at, a, at an estimated level of over 60 million youth athletes playing multiple sports across the country. Right. And, and one, two members of a household, you know, you're potentially touching over half the U.S. And so, you know, there, I, in my mind, at least there is no surprise that there is a shortage of, of volunteers because you have a continued increase in participation. You also have a reality of parents becoming more and more passionate to an extent in which the, the act of coaching, especially at lower levels, becomes that much more challenging, right? And having to deal with all the different personalities. 
And so as we think about it, you know, we see it in a, in a unique position relative to the portfolio of technology products that we're sitting on, whereby we're focused both on the coach, the parent, the player, i.e. the team construct, while also developing tools and um, technology for the sports organizations, the clubs, the leagues, the rec associations. And so enabling the uh, businesses and organizations providing the programming of sport with the tools that help to educate, train, um, and develop their coaches along with recruiting. Then during the season, being able to bring that technology down to the hands of the coach or on the web that the coach is able to, to access. And, you know, depending on the coach um, level, either the coach wanting to take control of their own destiny per se, or how they want to manage their team, or if a coach is happy to sit back and kind of just week by week, take in what drills, what practices, what skills um, the organization they're part of wants them to be training their kids, we can find that balance, right? But it is kind of being able to connect both sides of the ecosystem, both on the, um, you know, the programming or the organization side of sport with the consumer and the coach side. So we're covering coaches, parents, I guess the next part of the team is, is, is of course, the players. And, you know, I've got a 16-year-old son right now, and I know, I know he's on his phone, and I know he's either on TikTok or Snapchat, and he's, he's communicating with, with his buddies. Um, is, is there, are there plans to allow player communication between each other on a more um, informal basis? Uh, are, th- are they in the pipelines at all? So... You're getting into an area here where, again, as Team Snap, we need to understand our lane, right? Which is to be able to provide tools for sports organizations, coaches, and parents to manage through a sports season. And, you know, our main focus on um, our end users is really in kind of that Disney family of sport age, right? That five to 15 year old range of sport. Um, And with that comes all of the regulation, security, privacy constraints that we need to be very attuned to, right? Especially in this evolving landscape where it's not just the federal um, privacy landscape that's continuing to shift, but you're seeing more and more at a state level, states taking control of their own citizens um, within their state lines and creating their own privacy regulations that we need to adhere to. All of that, though, comes down to the simple fact that we cannot lose sight of our number one priority, which is keeping the security and privacy of the players, of the children that are associated with the parents using our platform as the number one focus. And so as you start to get into areas of child communication, um, user-generated content, photo sharing, video sharing, we need to be very attuned to Um, you know, regulation below the ages of 13, 14, 15 is very stringent, right? And and we are a, we're an international platform. We're used in over 120 different countries. Our primary focus is on North America. And so, you know, kind of back to your question here, Nick, uh, we're going to stay focused on the parent, the coach communication, but parent facilitated communication by the coach to the player is absolutely an area where we're focused on, right? And so how does the parent um, and the coach partner with the player who is going to have a mobile device as they get into their teenage years, provide a safe technology to consume. What are we going to be learning in the next um, practice? What's the training? What's the drill? And how are those individuals that might be tasked with um, doing at-home drills 
how are they com- how they comparing against their peers, right? We also want to be able to kind of provide the competitive scoreboard and, and the gamification of technology through the app so that a player can see that the drills that they're doing at home, they stack rank XYZ amongst the rest of their arrest their team, right? And, and continuing to drive a level of competitiveness across the team is important. Are there any plans, because we know that the collegiate experience is is so competitive right now, and, and that's, a, that's a market that uh, is constantly emailing me and on the phone to me saying, hey, Nick, has CalSouth thought about uh, this app that's going to put college coaches in touch with players and players in touch with uh, agents who can facilitate the college experience and help you get into that dream college and that scholarship and that just and whole... Comes <laughs> yeah, the, the whole madness. So, I mean, are you going to be participating in the madness, Peter? So, uh, let me hit two parts here. One, I do think sports tech and especially youth sports tech is uh, coming on the premises of another just evolutionary phase of what who is going to lead right through the next five years and what does leadership look like? And to me, it comes down to two things, which is around scale and around maturity of the organization. As we're getting into the discussions around privacy, around security, the underpinning of that is the free flow of data in a way that and move across this value chain can move across the development of a child through um, club, through varsity and ultimately into college. Our Critical. Our primary focus continue to remain in that age bracket that I talked about, and we'll continue to look at partners who um, are more focused on the upper end elite development uh, through the high school years and into college. There's some great companies out there, software companies and platforms that have been developing more um, college oriented platforms. And the the you know the magical hook that I think in many times is often misrepresented is. You know, we're just going to automate the recruiting process. We're going to automate how your child is going to be able to take their videos, splice up a bunch of highlight reels, and all of a sudden you have access to 25 different colleges that you wouldn't have had in the past. We're not quite there yet, right? I, I do think we need to live in a world where we have a stable of very um, trusted partners and much more of an open data architecture so that we can allow the free flow of uh, performance data of the lineage of who did a child come up the ranks playing with, playing for, and which programs, because data is only going to continue to come downstream, right? And the analytics of how do you look at the lineage of a student athlete's development, um, reality is that it's becoming much more important, right? And so we want to look at how do we partner with the right um, organizations to do so. Now, I would say it's interesting because then there's a skip level, which is you get into the professional leagues, right? MLS creating their own um, development programs, their own leagues, their own associations, MLS Go looking at, you know, how do you provide access to soccer um, into uh, areas of the country that might not have that level of programming? Um, how do you start to convert different types of association programs into an MLS Go program so that there is consistency and structure? You know, those are conversations that we are, you know, continue to entertain. And given the scale and distribution that we have, both on the sport organization side and along with the reach of the coaches and parents, you know, we are a natural conduit to get down into this youth level. Um, but as an organization, you know, we're going to remain very focused on um, what our primary end market is, which is that five to 15 year old segment. Last question. 
What can we expect from Team Snap in the next year, two years, five year period? We are going to, first and foremost, continue to build a platform that um, parents, families, coaches can trust um, to provide, you know, a safe haven and a technology platform where the the data of the children is most important and, and most secure. Um, as we continue to evolve our portfolio, we have had two very distinct areas of our product set, right? The continued development of our business applications to um, help facilitate the programming of sport for those businesses and small to medium-sized businesses across the country. Uh, We have thousands of soccer clubs and leagues that are um, using our web-based tools to help manage and run their business. We're going to continue to expand those tools so that those organizations can really focus on the programming that they're providing on the field and allow much more of the back office to be able to flow and be facilitated through our technology. And then on the team side, you know, we're going to be very focused here in the next um, six, 12 months around how do you begin to introduce more next gen multimedia tools, whether that be video streaming highlights, a lot of this coach development, drill practice creation um, that can be shared across the entire team, right? So that it's not just at a coach level being able to push, but, we're helping to facilitate a lot of that automated engagement between the coach, the parent, the player overall. And, you know, all of that is a, with a heavy lens on the continued evolution and maturity of our data platform um, that helps to feed and rebuild into the value that we're able to create across the portfolio. Peter Francilla, CEO of TeamSnap. How can our listeners get hold of you and how can they discover more about the TeamSnap app? So TeamSnap.com, you know, on our website, that first page will help navigate through uh, the depths of our uh, product portfolio and the breadth of it. Uh, me personally, I'm on LinkedIn, Peter Franzillis. I'm always happy to connect with our uh, users and our community. Peter Franzillis, thank you so much for appearing on The Bear and the Ball. And for more on Cal South, please go to CalSouth.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and of course, find TeamSnap.com. Thank you so much for listening to The Bear and the Ball. We'll be back next week.